Welcome to the Weedworks podcast. It's blunt talk about working in the marijuana industry. I'm your host, Matt Hoffman. The point in this podcast is to share with you stories from the cannabis field. Hear from real people who have jobs in the marijuana industry. Hear from general managers, bud tenders, growers, master growers, executives, and everybody in between, and human resources managers the people that will actually hire you and help you get a job in the cannabis field. Take a listen if you want to pursue a career in marijuana. Welcome, and let's dive in. All right. So today we are going to be having a talk with Jess, Jessica, and she came to our cannabis resume workshop in late 2018. It was the first one we ever had. And she drove over three hours one way to get to the workshop in a big old rusty truck. And she showed up, I think it was like at seven o'clock at night is when the the class started to improve her chances at getting a job in the cannabis industry. And she did. It took, it took some time for her to do that and we'll find out why, but she's in now and I think she's stoked and over the moon. So we're going to have a conversation with Jess, a, a really, really early participant in the, our cannabis programs and let's get her take. She's got a new job. She just landed it officially, and I want to ask her some of the same questions that I ask everybody about the stigma, about her journey into cannabis, why she works in the cannabis industry, what her expectations of working in the industry are versus the reality of it, and then just get to know her and get to know her background and her story more. So let's dive in and get on the phone with Jess. Hello? Hey, Jess, it's Matt Hoffman. How are you? I'm, I'm doing pre- good. Nice, nice. I am doing pretty good myself. So, yeah, I'm glad that we connected. And thanks for participating in the podcast and sharing your story. I think it's pretty awesome. Yeah, of course. And I, yeah. I, I'm personally excited to hear the story. So, yeah, <laughs> cool. All right. Yeah, thank you. So, um, for the people that don't know, let's just dive in. Let's let's get a little bit of a background about you, like who you are and how you came into cannabis. And uh, then we'll get to the good stuff of your new job. Like, <laughs> Definitely. That sounds great. Um, so my name is Jessica Jones, and uh, I have only lived in Michigan for uh, going on three years. I'm native to East Texas. Um, I actually have only had really my, my cannabis experience isn't that long. Um, it's, it was always a negative in my family and my extended family. So I didn't realize that there were any like true benefits to cannabis until I was in my twenties. I first kind of, I, I tried cannabis in high school and it didn't really stick with me. Yeah. Uh, and then let's see. So the first time that I really have experience with cannabis is 
So I was actually, um, there's two, there's two different experiences of mine that I feel like I would consider them like my, a catalyst to Mm. wanting to know more about cannabis. Yeah. The first one was back in about 2013. I was, uh, an addict, um, an active addict, um, have been sober since January 8th, 2013. Nice. Well Um, done. Yeah. Thank you so much. It actually, I was going through some really, really horrible withdrawals and my best friend introduced me to cannabis and it helped kind of alleviate some of the pain and it helped me be able to sleep better through the night, helped me keep food in my system. So it wasn't, it wasn't like something that, you know, I, I used cannabis and then overnight my, my withdrawals were gone, but it <laughs> definitely did help alleviate some of that stuff. So that's whenever I first became kind of interested, like, wow, this is, you know, I, I was told my whole life that this stuff was bad, but here it's, it's, it's helping me. Yeah. And then it wasn't for a few years later, I, I was consistently um, a cannabis consumer after that. I was definitely, but I didn't have any knowledge or really any education about it or anyone around me who could uh, elaborate on that one experience, like why it was helping me. And then I moved up here three years ago. So in 2000, uh, 2016, actually it was January 1st, 2017. And my cousin, he developed brain cancer probably about six months into me moving up here to Michigan. And I, that's whenever I kind of really went into looking up and researching the different benefits. And that's whenever I found out, man, there's, there's so much knowledge about cannabis out there. Like any, any time I felt like I was done learning about cannabis, <laughs> there would always be something new coming out to learn about it. And so I was looking up RSO yep. or cancer patients. And I was realizing that, well, there's certain cancers that cannabis does better against. Yeah. And the glioblastoma brain cancer was one of those. Mm. Um, so I I decided to make some RSO for my cousin. I, and I uh, got all of the supplies necessary and told my aunt about it and told his wife and was kind of giving them some information that I knew. Yeah. I got them in touch with people who knew way more than I did. <laughs> um, and he started using RSO. Well, since he doesn't live here um, and we're, we're not really that close, I'm not that close with my family yeah. or that extended part of my family. They're uh, a little less open-minded about some issues, but, um, and unfortunately, this this was a situation where it was like, you know, well, let me weigh my options. Okay, let, I'll go ahead and listen to you about what you have to say about cannabis. Nice. I'm glad that they did at the time. 
it did. It was maybe about two, maybe three months after I introduced him to the RSO and to the other people um, that were giving him more information that my other cousin, which was his sister, posted on Facebook. And that's how I kept up with his progress through Facebook. So I didn't, I wasn't even in direct contact with him the rest of the time, but I, you know, I did what I felt was necessary and what they would accept from me. Yeah. And I just took my step back and they're like, the doctors were, were baffled. It (laughs) it was gone. Like there wasn't even a shadow of brain cancer. Nice. And then it wasn't too long at them that it does kind of go downhill from there though. Um, I did find out at his funeral less than six months after that, that um, my aunt and his wife had talked it over and they decided to try CBD, which like a gas station CBD. Mm. And they, they, but see the knowledge and the education wasn't there for them to realize that, that it was a totally different yeah, one uh, is ex- one's medicine and one is probably toxic garbage. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And and I wished I would have reached out and, and I can't beat myself up too much about that. I, what I can do is going forward making sure that the knowledge that I have that I can share that that I'm on top of that. So it was six months later that they I mean they stopped taking the RSO and he was taking the gas station CBD, thinking that it was going to do the same thing. Yeah. And he was gone. See, isn't it, so, it? I mean, that's, that's, that's really good. And that's really sad too. So it, it's yeah. conflicting and it's mm-hmm. something where, you know, I've seen that multiple times myself. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things where I hate to say it, but if I hadn't seen like this radical about face, I wouldn't believe mm-hmm. it. I mean, I would just go, there's no yeah. way that this is, you know, soccer, yeah. doctors and science can't beat this thing. And some guy with some <laughs> like black tar goo is going to solve this problem. And it's like, yeah, it does. It's just, it's wild. So, it is. you know, listening to your story, thank you for sharing that. I was yeah. thinking like the guts that Jessica has to do the things that you've done is just impressive. I mean, thank you. Yeah, I, to to overcome addiction and then go to the the devil's lettuce. Like, how does your family <laughs> deal with the stigma where they were like, "Oh my God, Jess is relapsing," or like, how did you de- and how are you still dealing with the stigma? You know, with your family and with people close to you. Yeah. So. Definitely before then, that would have never been considered an option. But my mom, seeing me in the state that I was in, and um, she she just wanted me to be okay, to feel better. And um, I guess my best friend, who knew a little bit more about it than me, and my mom in the past had dated someone who um, would partake in cannabis consumption, it wasn't something that was uh, like overruled, I guess. 
Mm. Um, so my mom was okay with me consuming cannabis as long as it was outside and <laughs> just see, seeing, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so seeing the difference um, in me to be able to keep food down and mm. to be able to sleep through a night because, I mean, the withdrawals, it was, it was a long time. It was over a month, maybe two months. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, it, it was a very hard process, but I'm very grateful for the people that I had around me. And yeah. my mom, like in the beginning, she was, it was questionable because of my addiction. But after seeing my progress and how, it, you know, I wasn't going back to, mm. you know, the, the hard stuff. Yeah. Um, she, yeah, she's changed, she's changed over time. Now, go like fast forward to now. Yeah. The, the knowledge that I have about cannabis now, I mean, that's, it's, I, I talk about it a lot with my family. So when I go and visit, um, I do talk about it a lot because it, it's, it's amazing. And, and I do believe that it, it can benefit everyone in one way or another. So let me ask you this. Are they excited Yeah. or are they like rolling their eyes? Like, okay, here we go again. Oh no, they're excited, and especially cool. about me uh, getting getting a, a job in cannabis now. Like they're very excited now. If if this had been back in 2013, there would be that <laughs> eye rolling type yeah. thing. But I've kind of since I've had a few years to kind of gradually uh, introduce them to the even the new knowledge that that I learned that that they're becoming more and more accepting. Gotcha. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I get the uh, I get the eye rolls on the Hoffman side. There, there's Hoffmans everywhere. So my family's humongous. And oh. uh, yeah, yeah, they even if we're not doing Thanksgiving or, or Christmas or anything this year. Um, right. But if I yeah. was, then they yeah. would they would go, Matt, are you still a drug dealer? And I just go, yeah, really? Yeah, I, I have all the drugs right here in my jacket. Do you want some like <laughs> get fucking real? Like. So that's and, like, yeah. Okay. And, and so this, this is around in the Michigan area, correct? Yeah. Yeah. It, and it's West yeah. Michigan. So like whatever yeah. stereotypes that you have in your mind about West Michiganders, like that's my family. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, so. see, the, something that I did notice moving up here is uh, like a lot of the friends that I've made up here, they are still unaware, like even though it's legal here and it was medically legal here before I moved up here as well. Like I was really surprised that how many people are still like clueless about cannabis. Yeah. But yeah, but I'm, I'm glad that I could kind of change that in people's eyes that I even I've met up here. Well, yeah. So that led to my next question is, yeah. so this, this affected your life. And this is, this is exactly how it goes. Something happens to somebody and then the people in their closest circle, they see the effects that cannabis have, and then they mm -hmm. start changing their minds. It's very yeah. personal. If, if you were to go talk to your family, they would listen to you. If I was to go and put on a suit and put on an awesome presentation, they wouldn't listen to anything I have to say because it's people listen to the people they're closest with. 
And so yeah. it just it just takes so much time. So that that leads to my question of you could have very easily just went and did anything with a career. Why did you choose cannabis? Because of the things that I have learned about it and because of my personal experiences in knowing in in being here in being in a legal area like you see once people know about cannabis or that the, the, the potential cannabis has that like there's community like everybody's working together i chose cannabis also because it's it's still a new industry in, in my eyes anyways just being in texas i like I didn't know the potential, even though there were states that it was legalized in. So if I can get into this industry where I can continue to expand my knowledge and to continue sharing my knowledge with other people. I mean, my my family, for example, at first, they're, you know, they're not people who are willing to, to listen, but... I'm someone who I'm not necessarily going to push the issue, but I'm going to give you my experiences. If you're going to ask me how I'm doing, I'm, you know, cannabis is a part of my life. So you're, you're going to know about cannabis. <laughs> yeah. Great. Just, yeah. yeah. I, I hope so many people ask you. <laughs> That's yeah, awesome. Me too. <laughs> so, Thank you. all right. Well, I know that you're you're at the doorstep of of starting your career in cannabis, and I couldn't be happier for you. I'm so stoked. Thank you. So, a, a question that I ask everybody is mm-hmm. what what is the expectation in your mind versus the reality that you've experienced? How are they matching up so far? Um. Well, I'm, I can't wait till I till I get in there. Like, yeah. I'm hired. Uh, I, right now, I think I can only still give my expectations because I still haven't seen in, insides. Like the communication with the supervisors are, are amazing. Like I'm super excited to get to work with them. Um, uh, I, I, I really don't know what to expect. I'm, I'm excited to, to learn. Um, just so my other experiences with other dispensaries haven't been always um, been like flowers and roses. Mm. And with this particular company, I'm super excited because of their values and how much they value educating people to make informed decisions. And that's what I want to be a part of. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you came, God, and I remember it was the first cannabis resume workshop we did. It was yeah. in 2000, either the end of 2018 or, yeah, I think it was. I was it, believe so. It was still cold. I know that. Yeah. Yeah. I remember you rolled up and you had like this big old, like this big, huge truck. And <laughs> yeah. It, I mean, like it was a huge truck. I was like, holy shit. 
this little girl's rocking this monster truck like sweet <laughs> yeah that's, i mean i'm from texas so what can i say you gotta drive my truck yeah and you drove from somewhere near detroit to grand rapids right uh, yes sir sure did yeah it was just like a three-hour commute <laughs> and it was yeah the, it was, just about yeah it was like the end of the day it was in the evening and mm-hmm. i remember you came there you know we did our thing and then I remember giving you a bunch of water because we were talking afterwards. Yeah. You're like, yeah, I'm driving back to Detroit. And I was like, you drove all the way here from Detroit? And you're like, yep. Yeah. I was like, in my mind, I was like, all right, she's got the right stuff. Like, if she's driving in this big old truck from Detroit at the end of the day to come to get a resume, <laughs> like, that's that for me, that's all I need. The interview would be over. I'd be like, you're hired. That's because yeah. that's commitment. That's dedication. And Thank uh, you. I went, yep, okay, cool. I'm gonna do whatever. And this is this is the way I am. I'm either gonna help somebody as much as I can or I'll have nothing to do with them. And yeah. I was like, yes. I'm I'm putting it all on Jessica. She's gonna get it. And thank you. You took off and I was like, okay, you hope the truck makes it and <laughs> see you down the road. Thank <laughs> you. Sure I sure did. I'm so glad. And then I remember communicating with you over time. And you, and and I think we, it was very brief and I would go, oh, well, have you found a job in this and that and the other? And what I got back from you was going back to the whole sunshine and roses things where it was, it seemed like you could have took a job at many times pretty easily at some of these places, but they didn't mm-hmm. match up with your values or right. there, there was something that you saw at these places that you just went, no, I don't want to be a part of this. And I thought- I thought, oh my God, Jess, get a job. <laughs> like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> You're awesome. Just I know, get in. I, know. I, then, I really thought of, yeah. And, and then I thought, like, you know what? Good. Good for her. Like, she's just not going to take anything. She, she clearly knows what she wants and she'll go for it when she sees it. And thank you. Cool. You know, you do you. And then you just, I, I don't know what is it. You reached out or I reached out. And you began the process interviewing at this company. And I know that the leadership of the company, they've been around a long, at least in the Michigan scene for a long time. And they do, they're one of those companies that do a lot of things on social media. And then I think they actually stand behind what they do. And, yeah. and that's really nice. And I went, oh, okay, cool. Like, I think this is it. So then, yeah, just walk, if you would walk me through the, What's it like to interview for a cannabis job? What's it, you know, is it any different from any other job? Like what, what was, what was your experience? Well, uh, to, I feel like, so being in the COVID era, it was a mm. different in the way that we were outside. So, uh, to protect everyone. And I've, I've never done an outside interview, but I felt <laughs> okay. very safe. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the questions, they were pretty similar, but they were more based around my own experiences, which I think was what gave me a real leg up, mm. um, is they, they really value like, uh, your drive in your, in your experience with other jobs outside of cannabis. I mean, it's, it is geared more towards you know, what can you do for me type situation? Yeah. 
in, in, and yes, in, in cannabis, it, you want to be able to benefit them, but your experience and your want trumps that. Mm. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Yeah. You're taking words right out of my mouth because it, I mean, to be honest, it, it usually just boils down to effort and attitude. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all it takes. Experience I, is fantastic, but. Yes. And um, now I, I don't have any direct work experience, but my personal experiences and my want and my drive, I think is what pushed me over the edge. Mm. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, for sure. A- mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so what do you think, like, do you have any concerns, anything where you're like, oh, I need to, I need to focus on this weakness or I'm worried about this. Like what, what things are you thinking about that are worrying you, if anything? Yeah. um, I'm honestly, what I think I am most worried about is. I want to make sure that the people that are coming into my store that are coming to me for cannabis products that I'm giving them the correct information and I'm giving them all of the information that they need Mm -hmm. to make those right decisions. And since I'm only I feel like I feel like I'm only knowledgeable in my own personal experience, but I think that's going to be utilized a lot, but you know what, you know, how long is it going to take for me to get enough information under my belt to make sure that I'm giving them what they need? Hmm. I think that's what I'm primarily most nervous about. And and I tend to be, so uh, if I don't feel like I uh, am, equipped with the the knowledge or the information that the person standing in front of me needs I do tend to feel like I get nervous hmm. but I'm I'm not someone who's not uncomfortable with going to someone above me or going to someone else that I feel like has more knowledge can help in that area yeah that's so good. just just making sure that that uh they're getting the information they need from me. Yeah. Yeah. You want, uh, you want a couple pro tips? Yeah. Yes, please. <laughs> okay. Ask your customers. So okay. we didn't say this, uh, Jess is a, a bud tender now. And so it's, mm-hmm. it's very much like being a local bartender. You're going to get to know your regulars and the people that, that come to you, know their names and just say, Hey Jim, how are you? And how did that OG Kush work out for you? And, uh, hey, Stephanie, did that solve, help alleviate your knee pain? Like stuff like that. Yeah. And solicit feedback from your customers because they're going to, they're going to, one, that's a wellspring of information, but it's also something when someone comes in and they want some, so someone comes in and they want something like some topical and mm-hmm. you can say, Hey, we had a customer that tried this and she said that it worked really well. And so that, yeah. that anecdotal information sharing, it builds a rapport. It builds, it builds trust between you and the people you're servicing, but also it's, and you can just make people's names up for brand anonymity's sake. You can say, you know, Stephanie, yeah. 
Stephanie tried this and she really liked it. Well, for me, I like hearing that another person tried it, another real person in the same place as me. And so I get confidence in that. And so really what you can do is you can just, you're just passing information from hand to hand to, to people. Right. And that, that's a really good way to, to be social at work. The next thing is read every package, all of them. Get to know them, their, their active ingredients. If I don't know if any of the, the package companies in Michigan are putting any, any even sort of a guideline of, as far as active time. You know, if you eat this piece of gum, it's going to kick in in 20 minutes and it's going to last for 40 minutes. I don't know if anybody's doing that, but try to get as, as much information ahead of time just by reading the packages. That'll be huge. Um, yeah. And you can hand, well, okay, you probably can't hand it to somebody, but you can, if you don't know, you don't memorize it, just take mm-hmm. the package and look at it and make eye contact and read it to them. And then say about three words and then look them in the eye and then read a couple more words out loud and then look them in the eye. And people will think mm-hmm. that you're like the smartest person in the world. <laughs> but you're just reading the package. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I can understand that. I mean, in in my current, well, my soon-to-be former job, um, that's, that's kind of what I would do. Like, if, if someone had a question about something that I didn't quite know all of the answers to, but they, I knew that they could probably find that information on the package, so I would read them the package. So, yes, I would, yeah. Okay. Perfect. I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So you start next week? I do. I start on the ninth. I'm I'm so I'm anxious and excited. Yeah. So what's the game plan? Have they have they given you any training materials? Is there are you doing like um job shadowing or what's the process I'm if not- you know? Uh, I don't know yet. Um, I am in contact with a couple of my supervisors. They're supposed to be, so by the time Monday hits, we should have more information. As far as I know right now, uh, I, I mean, I'm just waiting on that email to get. And until then, I've, I've just been kind of browsing the company news and uh, like even current news just to kind of stay on top of things. Mm. But that, that's about it so far. They're a pretty well-organized organization, so I, I don't foresee them kind of being like winging it. That's not the vibe I get from this company, so. No, no, no. And, and they're not, yeah. So, and it's a, it's a brand new location, so it's not something where I'm going to go in on a Monday, and that's for sure the first day that they're open. And oh. uh, <laughs> yeah, right. that would, be horrible. Um, I I am under the impression that it's gonna still be a few weeks until opening. So oh. I'm assuming that they're gonna since we're starting on the ninth that we're gonna get those few weeks of training before opening. Yeah. Oh yeah, okay. So um what you want some more free advice? Please, yes sir, in any and all. Okay. All right. So practice just like just like we talked about with the interviews you just practice mm-hmm. on on your family and friends and and seemed like that made a difference practice it did. practice okay. practice practice i mean 
go home, get a can of Campbell's soup and just, and, and I mean, sell it kind of sounds weird, but sell it, sell it <laughs> and, and just go through the motions of, of physically picking something up and handing it to somebody and telling them the positive attributes of that can of soup. And yeah. you'll be shocked at just, I mean, one, and you know this, you went through it, it, it. You feel weird and like silly and stupid and embarrassed, like to go and do these things. Cause it's like, Oh, I feel yeah. dumb, but yeah. it makes such a huge difference. So I would, yeah. I would role play for sure. And definitely, yeah. maybe get on a zoom with your coworkers and practice with them because that's a good idea. You're going to get, you're going to get slammed. <laughs> I mean, you are. And as much preparation as you can do, um, mm-hmm. that that's going to help kind of mitigate the craziness that happens when these stores open. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I have no idea what to expect, but yeah, man, I'm excited. I mean, yeah. yeah that, I mean, <laughs> that, that part, I, that word is definitely in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Madness for sure. And then, um, I do gotta say, uh, whenever you had first, first mentioned, um, practice, like practice with my family and, and I did, it, it, I really did feel silly, uh, <laughs> when I first started out, Yeah. but like, I almost clung to that like the day before, because that was what was making me feel more confident is, is mm. going over all the information I was comfortable with. So it went from being absolutely silly to like a must have even like the day before. So thank you for that. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, that's what I'm here to do. And, and thanks for doing it. I mean, you're, yeah, you're, you're a shining example of how to do it. So, well, thank you. Well done. (laughs) Okay. So you're, you're at entry level at this point. Where do you want to go with your career? Do you have any kind of end point? Like, what are you thinking about where you want to grow your career to? The sky's the limit. That's the right answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, with, with uh, cannabis still being so new in my eyes, I guess, uh, just I'm, I've been primarily focusing on my knowledge about cannabis and cannabinoids and, and how it can benefit people that, I haven't really looked into how far I want to go. I'd, it'd be I want to be a manager. That would be like a next step for me, and and I'd like to keep going from there. I, I it'd be cool to be able to be part of the the grow process. Mm. Um, to get that also under my belt. Gosh, I I don't know. Like <laughs> the sky's the limit, but I'm someone who. I'm kind of, I've been called a Jill of all trades instead uh, of a Jack of all trades, a Jill of all trades. Nice. Um, so it's, it's my, I want to know all that I feel is possibly there is to know about cannabis. <laughs> I, I, uh, that's probably going to be it. never. No, that's great. But it's, yeah. but it's a goal that even throughout my life, I'm going to continue to add to that knowledge as much as I can. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're going to, you know, six, six months from now, you're going to, you'll look back and go, whoa, I started there and I'm, 
a hundred miles down the road now. It's like, this is crazy. <laughs> and it just, That's it, my goal. it just keeps happening. And a lot of the soft skills that you'll develop, I mean, it, it's figuring out how to talk to people and figuring out where people are at kind of right off the bat. It's some people are going to need total guidance and they're going to want to get deep dives into everything. And it's like, okay, like, here we go. Classes in session. And other people mm-hmm. are going to walk in and they're, they're not going to know the difference between Indica and Sativa. And so it's learning how to communicate with people at their level. You say, okay, well, do you want something that's going to help you sleep? Do you want something that's going to kind of put some pep in your step, like a shot of espresso? And then, yeah, got, and it's just finding those little phrases and communicating with people. It's tricky. And I've seen people fumble with this where it can be, it, one, it's sensory overload and it's information overload to walk into a dispensary for the first time. There's a lot yeah. going on and oh, it, yeah. and it can be intimidating. So being really friendly and accessible, it, that, that makes people relax. And if it's relatable, it, they'll pick up the, the terms and the jargon and, and, and the, the language of, of the industry over time. But it's really just about forming personal relationships with your, in your professional life and in, uh, and with the people you deal with. And the, the scope of people that are going to walk in the doors is going to, just going to shock you. There'll be people that are almost homeless that will come in. And then there'll be people that are, they'll probably won't come in because they're in some position, especially here in West Michigan, where they're, almost potheads, but they're in some C-suite position. They're, they're some high level executive, um, <laughs> but they burn every day. And so yeah. you'll get the full spectrum of people and <laughs> learning how That's to do so great about cannabis. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. I, yeah. It's, it's, it's a really interesting meaning place as far as climbing the ladder. To be honest, I would, I'd make those intentions clear right off the bat. I'd say, Hey, I'm hungry. I'm driven. If I don't know something, I'm going to, I'm going to raise my hand and get help. I'm going to figure it out. And I want to be, I want to move into a leadership position. And so start doing things, you know, right off the bat to, if there's any opportunity for extra credit, take it. If there's any projects that you can take on, take it because everyone's watching because when Typically, when one of these businesses launch, you're going to see about a 30% turnover rate of the staff. So three out of 10 is going to, is going to leave. Oh, wow. Yeah. And that's, and that's normal. That's not really, that's normal. If it was higher than that, or if it stayed like that, then I'd be worried that there was something going on with the culture. I don't think that's the case here. It's just more often than not, when the, when these places launch, they, they're just trying to get people in that fit the culture that they think they can do the job. And right. what happens is, which is why I asked the expectation versus reality. And I think that you, you're walking into this with your eyes wide open. There are some people that they get in, they get on the floor and they're just, they're overwhelmed. And yeah, so a lot of it is, is just people and different strokes for different folks. So right. by being around, and and being uh, Jill on the spot with things that'll 
that'll carry you for sure. Awesome. Yeah. Do they, or will they offer you insurance? And are yeah. you, are you getting, um, can you live on what you're making there? Uh, I mean, me personally, yes. Do, do I think a family could if no one else had a job? Mm. No. Yeah. But for myself, yes, without a doubt. Yeah. So you're probably 14 to $19 an hour range just off the yeah. top of my head. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And uh I don't know if I don't know if that's something that I can say. No, no. Uh, but yeah. No, I am saying it. <laughs> we're not, okay, yeah, we're not we're not saying yeah, you're not saying anything. <laughs> and uh and and I'm not going to I'm not going to share the company's name even though I would very much like to, but no, I'm not going to do that either. It's Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask about that later, but No, no. We're not. Thank you. No, I don't have any in this context I have no relationship with them, so uh, yeah, I'm not saying anything, <laughs> but okay, I would, no I would problem. say all sorts of good things about them. <laughs> I yeah. believe you would. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So full-time or part-time? Full-time. They okay. did have some part-time positions, but, uh, they were, uh, looking for more full-timers. So yeah, I'll be full-time. So are you, are you, you're still in Detroit area? I am for now. Yes. Okay. And is that, I know that there's two locations. Is that one closer to you or are you moving? Uh, no, that the one that I'll be working at is closer to me. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. Um, how long of the commute are you facing? Um, right now about 20 minutes, uh, my girlfriend and I are looking to buy a house. So that may extend to maybe 30 minutes, but I, I no more than that. All right, Jess, you're, I mean, you're fired on all cylinders over here. Like, okay, <laughs> get it. That's awesome. Thank you. I'm trying. I'm definitely working for it. Well, that's the difference. I mean, I, and like, there's no secret sauce, to any of this. It's you're working. That's it. You just work. Yep. You put in the effort, like just try. Yes, exactly. Put in the effort. Right. Yes. And in, in the effort, it's shocking. Like, People and and speaking from my own personal experience, I have all sorts of in, of shortcomings and ineptitudes. I mean, it's shocking, but mm. putting in the effort, people love that. They go, "All right, cool, that guy's working. Like, let's help him." And it, yeah, and that's that's what it 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 gets what it begets, and it's just great. So <laughs> yeah, it's like cool. as as long as like as long as you're putting in the effort and other people are seeing it, then people want to help. Oh yeah. And so on that note, what advice would you give to job seekers out there that are listening to this? Um, just don't, don't be afraid. Put in the effort, uh, and just continue to, to add to your knowledge and your experience. Yeah. And where did you, where did you go to get knowledge? YouTube? Facebook, any books? Like, where did you find it? Because I'm really curious. Everybody has, there's different routes that people take. Um, so how did you pick up the the knowledge that you oh, have? Oh, man. So so I didn't really have just one outlet. Like, mm. I listened to podcasts. <laughs> I uh, 
I read books. I listen to Audible. Um, mm. for, I listen to the Cannabis Manifesto. Mm. Um, uh, let's see. I, I kind of go through Facebook a little bit, but I feel like um, Google Podcasts and reading books have been uh, my most used mode. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I, I use them all. I, I try try every facet um I can to add to my knowledge. Like uh I think at, at first it was more just online and Googling, but the more that I learned I was like, Oh, I can get knowledge from here. Oh, I can get more knowledge from here. Yeah. Nice. All of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Facebook is I I I don't bother with it because it's you got people trolling you and yeah and people that are intentionally saying wrong things and arguing it's just it it's yeah. hard to get any straight answers about anything on Facebook but I completely agree Yeah well do you have any uh questions for me thoughts concerns um not not right off the top of my head I I planned on trying to get a couple of questions in order but uh i i was out of the house this morning so i didn't get those ready well you know how to get a hold of me so <laughs> yes sir yep i do thank you and i appreciate you uh always communicating with me and and like you helped build my confidence thank you so much well yeah and yeah thank you i mean the the truth is is that the work that we do we have we have our own group of people if we have 10 people that come through our programs two of two or three of them are never going to do anything and you're on the other end of the spectrum where it's like okay cool she's the she's the champion of this cohort like let's go like, so yeah way to go jess <laughs> Thank you. And like, well, so when I first, I, I first met you in person at the, at the first cannabis resume workshop. Yeah. And, um, like some of the guys in, in there were, man, they have so much knowledge. Like, like I, I, I was, I was very honored to be in a place where like your knowledge plus the fellows who were coming to you for uh, resume help, like they already had so much knowledge and just getting to meet them. And it was, it was super cool. It was a really great experience. Well, thanks. Yeah, it was. Uh, and that was the first one we ever did. So that was, <laughs> we were a bit shot out of a cannon ourselves. So, uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, you know, we, we get people like right now I've got a guy, Dwayne, I just handed him off to a business owner in central Michigan. He's got a 500 plant grow and he's looking for a master grower and for team members. And Dwayne came to me through Facebook and he was, I mean, he must've sent me, I'm not even embellished. He must've sent me 60 videos of his, of his grow of different phases of his garden, him doing different things, you know, taking cuttings and, and all this stuff. He's very proud of that. Yeah, he is. But from a, from a hiring perspective, I just, I went, mm -hmm. Oh my God, dude, I can't watch these 60 videos. First of all. Oh. 
and uh, and I got his resume, and it was a mess, and mm-hmm. and I, so I went okay. I need to get on the phone with this guy. So I talked to him, and I've I've done this enough now that it takes me eight minutes. If I talk to someone who's a grower, it takes me eight minutes to figure out where they are. Are they a master grower? Are they a novice? Are they somewhere in between? And mm-hmm. so I had a I had about a half an hour phone call with him, which I had to cut short because when growers start talking, it's like two chefs in the kitchen, two mechanics in the garage. It just it could go for hours. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I realized within that eight minutes that Dwayne could could walk the walk, and I went, okay, this resume doesn't reflect that. And so I took the resume of my mom and I said, hey, I want you to to talk to Dwayne and review this resume and and help him. I think he's a master grower. And what do you think? She looked at the resume and after after a little while, she came back and said, hey, um, I would hire Dwayne. I would put him in the lowest position in the garden at the lowest pay rate. And I said, why? Mm. And she said, well... I have no idea what his skill set. I know that he's been in a garden, but I have no idea what his skill sets are. It's just, it, this is a mess. And I said, okay, go talk to him. And after about eight minutes of those, those two talking, when that was, that was done and they went through her, went through his resume, I said, okay, mom, what do you think? What do you think about Dwayne now? And she said, oh, he's a master grower. Yeah, for sure. I would, I'd put him right at the top. <laughs> <laughs> and I went, okay, well, that's the point here is that more often than not, what we get is people that are more than capable of doing these jobs. They most likely have been doing these jobs in the cannabis industry for years, but they can't translate. I mean, I've had resumes that are seven pages and it's just, it's a story. And it's like, oh my God, I, I'm not, I can't read this. I've got 300 other resumes to read. And so yeah. it's about taking people's skill sets. And putting it in a consumable, concise, organized manner that sh- that that shows their skills and shows yeah. their unique personality. That's all it is. Is that's all a resume is? It's 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 an appetizer. Hey, you should be interested in talking to me more. Let's let's have yeah. an interview. And so we redid his resume, and I'm I'll know when he does his interview, probably midweek next week, but I have no doubt that he'll take over this garden and do great things. But it's translating that real world cannabis experience into something consumable. That's really what we what we do more often than not. And then right. with people that don't have any of that, it's just making a resume and and highlighting the skills and and the drive and the hunger for knowledge and the passion for the industry. And so yeah. It, it's it's really enriching. It's really it's really enjoyable because I can see the results of of Dwayne. I could I could see him go. Yeah. This guy doesn't have a chance. Really, he didn't. And now, let's say for some reason, you know, he goes over there and it's just not a good cultural fit. Dwayne could go and he could he he's got that he's got a golden ticket. He go shop around. He's got options. And that's the that's what I get out of it. Is I I get to see people have go from no opportunity to having more opportunities than they know what to do with and and see how people's lives have changed. There was a, 
there was a guy that we had on a couple times, Tyler, and he came to yeah. us. He came to us early, like you did, and seeing Tyler's journey is it. It's a point of I talk about Tyler all the time, and it's something where he got in the industry, and then just through sheer effort, climbed the ladder, climbed the ladder, and now he's making like significantly more money. His that's right. His in his. Work-life balance is a little bit better. His happiness, he's like bubbly with happiness and that's infectious. And I love it. I do. I just, I think it's great. And I'm so stoked that you're in this, in this field with us now because you already had a lot of those things going. So I would love to follow up with you in a couple months and just kind of see where you're at and, and how your, how your expectation of reality are are the same or different and some of the firsthand field experience that you've gained and see where your attitude and mindset is. I would love that. That'd be some great reflection for myself too. I would love to. Yeah. And yeah, you know, that that's really interesting in that I've wondered what is, I mean, even for me, I've got, I've got my old episodes that I first put out and I go back and I, I listen to them and I go, wow, for me, I've totally changed just in six months. And so I've wondered what it would what it would be like to be Tyler to listen to one of the original podcasts and then the next one and then the next one. I mean, that's <laughs> it's an audio time capsule. It's really interesting. So well now that you like you mentioned Tyler, I I listened to one of those episodes and I I wanna go back now and listen to his the ones that he, the episodes with Tyler. Yeah. And I want to see if maybe I can tell a difference in, in, in his tone, you know, to see if maybe mm. that kind of shows in the way, the way he uh, talks. I'm curious now. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna spoil it, but yeah. for me, there's, there's an episode where honestly, I think we just laughed like my face hurt much like it does right now from smiling. And it was just kind of like, it was, I would say, Hey dude, you rock. And he goes, no, you rock. And it's just like, we were just so happy. Like that was the whole podcast. We were just like geeking about his situation. Awesome. I love <laughs> uh, it. That's yeah, wonderful. Uh, yeah. And I, 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 and I've got the same, I've got the same stoke for everybody that we work with. I do, but mm-hmm. you, you and him, are the front runners by far and large. Cause I've known you guys the longest I've interacted with you guys the most like, consistently. And, yeah. and it's just, it's just for me, it's, uh, I, I think, I'm honored. It, well, no, it, again, it's you. It's, <laughs> and that's the thing. Like all we can do is, is crack open the door to opportunity. You can take a mm-hmm. horse to water, but you can't make them drink. I mean, it, it, it boils down to you guys you're the difference makers. We just, we just give you a little, a little nudge and that's it. (laughs) Yeah. And I think that's, that's awesome. So I'm excited to see how things shake down and uh, you know, good, good, bad, ugly, because sometimes, sometimes it goes South. There's, there's been a couple of times where things have fallen apart and I've gone, Whoa, I did not see that coming either from the person or from the company. And I've just gone, okay, well, that's, that's the way it goes. And 
but I don't think that's the, I never had any doubts with, with Tyler. I don't have any doubts with Dwayne. I don't have any doubts with you. And I most certainly don't have any doubts about any of the companies that you guys are with. So. <laughs> awesome. That's yeah. great to hear. It means some extra confidence. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you, if you need anything, then don't hesitate to reach out. If I can't answer your questions directly, then I'll find somebody that can and go out and network via, be a social butterfly at, at work and, and just go and get it, Jess. You, you freaking got Thank this. You. Like I'm stoked for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate everything. Absolutely. And I'll follow up and um, I'll just send you a Facebook message in, in a couple months and just see if we can do this again. Okay. Sounds good. Perfect. I'll hear from you soon. Yeah. Thanks, Jess. And uh, enjoy the rest of your day. I, I know you already voted. I already voted. So. Um, sure did. Yeah. I can't, I'm so glad this this is over <laughs> in so many yes. ways. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. So You're telling me just wait for the results though. Or, oh yeah. That's going to be a. Uh, yeah. Just it's own, it's own class of anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Everybody's over it. So yep. go enjoy Thank your day you. and uh, thanks for participating and I'll be in touch. All right. Awesome. Thank you. You too. All right. Bye. Bye, Matt. Okay, it is time for the after interview review. And if you can't tell, uh, I probably like everybody have favorites and Tyler <laughs> and Dwayne and Jess are, are my favorites. And I'll tell you why it, 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 and it, it's nothing special. It's they put in the effort, they put in the work and and I just keep saying this time and time again, it's effort is the difference maker period. And her effort drove her to, to chase down knowledge where she could and, and just kind of get after it. And it took Jess a long time to get this job because of some of the things that we talked about earlier and not being a good fit or, um, incongruent values between her and the company. And I think that's good that she stuck to her guns, but it boils down to, she had the right, she had the right attitude. She had the right effort. And I'm, I'm telling you, I'm swear to God, that's, that is what it takes to get into the cannabis industry is the simple, consistent application of effort. If you do that, you will get in and your, your career will grow. It will grow like a weed. And you will have a, a whole section of cheerleaders and I'll be in it of people that are just stoked for you and that will do anything within our power to help you. And so take advantage of the our cannabis jobs for all programs like Jessica did, like Dwayne did, like Tyler did and join, join the ranks of happy people in the cannabis field. Can't wait to see you out here in the field with us. And, uh, and just having a better all around life. I mean, it, it happens. It's so exciting. And, um, you know, I did not know that I did not know that Jessica had the background that she had and that she overcame the things that she overcame, which are, which are pretty, pretty huge. And I think that 
one of the commonalities is that people that are successful have a good support network of close friends and close family. And not everybody has that. And so that's another reason that we're here doing what we're doing because even still taking, taking a walk into the cannabis field, it's still a little isolating. It's still a little scary. And so I want you to know that there are people here to help you. You're not alone in this and, and we'll help you get in and support you and give you the tools that you need to be successful. That's, that's the point in what we're doing here. And so I have no doubt that, that Jess is going to have a fantastic career and I look forward to another conversation and seeing what she's learned and where, where her career has gone. This is just awesome. So if you want to be like Jess, then join us, join us, join us, join us. And I'll put a link in the description to the Our Cannabis Jobs for All programs. There's a few different classes that are available and join us. Absolutely. <laughs> so this has been Matt Hoffman. Thanks for listening and subscribing. Tell your friends and family about the We'd Work Blunt Talk about working in marijuana podcast. And I look forward to seeing you in the cannabis field.